It's time for Lake Hits Happenings on Lake Hits 95, a Lake City public service program brought to you by Bruce Carlstrom Estate and Trust Services. Here's Bruce Carlstrom. Good morning, everyone. Welcome once again to Lake Hits Happenings. Our guest this week is Lake City Mayor Mark Nichols, and he's in here about once a month, and we like to talk about things that are going on in Lake City and particularly at City Hall. And last time when you were here, Mayor, we talked a little bit about the budget and setting the levy limits and that sort of thing. Give us a quick update on that. Well, good morning, Bruce, and thanks for the opportunity to be on the show. Yes, next uh, Monday we will be discussing the not-to-exceed levy increase. So it's not a tax increase estimate, it's the levy increase, and the city staff are recommending approximately 6.1%. That's about, uh, usually over the last four years, we've been around 3.5%. So there's a reason they, they have some, some projects they want to finish and complete during next year's budget season. So we'll just kind of get you, we'll get all the final information uh, next time you're back. Yeah, and yeah. That, uh, I think what we recall from our previous meeting is that the levy limit is just that. Mm -hmm. It's possible by the time the final budget is set that the levy actually could be reduced, but it cannot be increased. That's correct. I do remember that from last time. <laughs> well, we've seen a lot of things going on over at Ahuda Park, one of Lake City's many beautiful spots. Give us an update on that project. Well, I'm sure you've been down, Bruce. It's just, it's coming along. We just finished the picnic shelter area, which is a, a wonderful place that that's going to, it has a roof over. It's already installed, no walls. Uh, we wanted that to be transparent. So as you were at the park, you could see through the shelter area to see the lake. And, and it's, it's just beautiful. They plan to do the splash pad nozzles and some cement pouring over the next two weeks. Uh, you, you probably have seen they've put down the grass, uh, the spray grass, I'll call it. So it's, it's really coming along. It really does look beautiful. Now, I can't be out prancing around the splash pad likely yet this year. Well, I heard, I've heard from city staff that they plan to have it up and running in uh, October, so we'll be able to see how it looks, and, and uh, I expect you to be down there. I suspect <laughs> it'll be just a little bit cool by October, but that's that'll be coming, and that's yes. a great addition. I, I do love what I'm seeing there, and so I'm looking forward to it being completed. Good. There have been a number of new homes being constructed. What is that doing to the city budget? Well, it'll be a positive, of course. I, I wish I would have had the actual housing permit numbers for you, but anecdotally, we can see a number of new projects, basements being dug. And so what that'll do for our budget is it takes a year to get on the tax rolls. So we won't see houses that are being built now on the tax rolls till 2023, but that's a big positive, particularly when you look at like we're talking about the levy. The, the larger the tax capacity, the less you pay as individuals for tax. So it's complicated, but it's a big positive for Lake City. Well, I know that there's a, just a number of homes, and let's just say the average price of the home right now is, let's say, 300000 mm -hmm. yep. And let's say that there is a 40 of them. Mm -hmm. That is a big amount of dollars that will be used for paying taxes, but you said it takes a year before it goes on roll. Mm -hmm. So whatever those taxes are, you'll be able to spread among what I and everyone else in the city of Lake City pays. And hopefully, I mean, that's where you say it's a real positive effect. Yes. And, and also there's, there's another component to it is a number of the new builds we're seeing in town are by, I'll call it an upper, higher age demographic. And if you look at Lake City, it's kind of interesting. Our over 65 age demographic 
is twice the national average. So approximately, give me a little room on this, 13% of your population is over 65 in your community. We're running in the low 20s in Lake City. So while I always say we are a retirement community, we're really still a manufacturing community first, tourism, and then a retirement community. But many of those citizens, some of them, go away in the winter. And guess what? They don't use city services. So it's another positive for everyone else. Uh, it's pretty complicated, but it's it's a good thing. Well, if we you or I ever get to that senior citizen age, we'll be able to enjoy that kind yeah. of life. Yeah, you you have a few more years than I do, but uh, that is you're a, right. That is a fact, Mayor. <laughs> I do have a few more years. One of the hot topics earlier in the year was the removal of the tennis courts and pickleball courts from around the Yehuda Park area, and mm-hmm. the city council came up with a solution to that. Give us an update on the new courts. Yes, I actually played on them. Not well, but last week. The new courts are being coded in the next week. That means an epoxy base will be put down over the asphalt. The fence is up. The players in town are putting down temporary nets and chalking lines. So again, the new epoxy coating will be going down over the next week or so. We expect to be able to play on it in the next week, a little bit more, maybe 10 days. And it's it's a wonderful setup. There's two courts. It's kind of interesting. We were going to lay them down because of the situation. You want to put them down north-south in an orientation because of the sun. And we found that uh, we were able to do that and fit it where we want it. So we're excited about that. It will be playing in another two weeks. Well, there goes the only advantage I had to my opponent. If I could have them always <laughs> looking into the sun, I thought that would be the one way I would win a game of pickleball or tennis. Yeah. But I don't think I have the knees to do either of them any longer. I think you do. That's one of the attractions. This is the fastest growing racket sport in the United States. And again, talking about our age demographics for our community, those courts will be busy. And boy, a lot of our players go up to Red Wing to play. So I'm excited. And Bruce, I, I'm going to put it out there right now. We're, we're going to play. We are going to play golf someday. I do believe that's the case. You know, uh, back earlier in the year, we talked about a multi-family housing unit going out on Semstone. And as mm-hmm. I understand, you're waiting for information to come back on that. But there's a new player on the game, and they are making a proposal in what I guess I recall as the Hickory Mansions edition to the Jewel. Yes, yes. And just the last week in August, I think it was August 24th, this, the company Keller Bartman out of Red Wing made a presentation and wants to build a 57-unit multifamily housing building in the Hickory Way Mansion site up adjacent to the Jewel. And the total number of units will be 87 units. We're just starting the process. There's really two big issues involved. And that is that the developer is asking for city help. That's called tax increment financing. And secondarily, asking us to change the zoning to allow a higher density. And of course, there, it's a very complicated process. And, and there'll be a substantial amount of citizen input. So we'll see where this goes. We're just seeing it. But it's a big deal for our community. I would guess in just about any community, a developer comes in with something that big, they're going to ask you for just about everything they can think of. Yes. And it's up to the city council and the city staff and their attorneys likely to review everything and to determine what is a reasonable input for the city. Certainly, the city is going to derive a bunch of tax revenue real estate tax revenue from that, but yet there's probably a limit to the amount that the citizens are willing to pay to help somebody else build a for-profit unit. Yes, and quite candidly, this would be our first 
tax increment financing deal for housing. Now we've done tax increment financing, and this is where a developer comes in and says to you, hey, we're going to increase the tax base by doing something. And we look at it from a perspective of, yeah, there's nothing going on on that site now, let's look at it. And then they want though to be rebated what the tax increment will be over future years. Now, again, very complicated, but this will be our first one for housing. So we've got to take a close look at this. And I'm kind of repeating myself as it's our first time. So we have to make sure that we're dotting our I's and crossing our T's. Well, you have uh, good staff. You have yep. uh, good legal counsel. Yep. And we'll, uh, we'll expect that they'll lead us down the right path. And hopefully there can be some compromises and uh, this can be built. Anything else you want to add? Well, I'll just mention the, the neighbors that are adjacent to this proposed site have some very good points. And any time that a developer is asking for increased density, that brings a lot of, I would say, challenges and also where they're asking for higher heights, building heights. Typically in that area, there's a maximum of approximately four stories. So that's that's around 42 feet or 44 feet. And this project would be up in the high 50s at the top of the roof line. And that's, that's a big building. So we'll see where it goes. I'm one of seven on the council and just keep tuned. There's gonna be plenty of opportunities for public input. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we'll, we'll get an update on that next time you return. Thank you for being with us and thank you all for joining us for Lake Hits Happenings. Thank you for joining Lake Hits Happenings brought to you by Bruce Carlstrom Estate and Trust Services on Lake Hits 95.